Welcome to Family Cast. I'm Kyle Gowen. And I'm Amy Gowen. We're glad you've joined us today. Family Cast is a weekly conversation about marriage, parenting, and all things family. Hey folks, welcome back to Family Cast. It's been a uh, good long summer for us and we've really enjoyed being off and uh, we've heard a lot of great things about people listening in even over the summer catching up and uh, your stories have been incredible for us to hear. You've given us some great topics to be thinking through for uh, this season. So uh, thank you for all your continued interactions. Yes, we are back. Kyle Goen, Family Cast is back after a long, long break. We took summer plus, so we had some big events going on. We weren't just, you know, eating bonbons. We had big things going on in the Going family this summer. I mean, it was good to uh, see our youngest son get married uh, to a wonderful young lady, someone that he has dated now for a couple of years and knew immediately, I think, um, well, I don't know if it was day one uh, date, but it, it came quickly that he knew this was the young lady for him. Yeah, so that's exciting. Our nest is officially empty, though um, those who know us like in real life, we do have a Greek son that's living with us, so we're so glad to have Stephen with us. But officially, all the going children have left the nest. So how's that feel, Kyle? Uh, It's awesome. In (laughs) fact, I mean, one of the things I'm really proud about is they've left well. They have... Uh, jobs. Uh, they have. They love True. the Lord. Yes. Uh, they do live close, uh, and so I mean, it's it's been good for us. I know, and um, I say this often to a lot of my friends. This whole empty nest deal has come a lot sooner than I thought it would. I feel younger than I thought I would be when the nest finally emptied. So here we are, the two of us. But um, it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, yes, it's also sad. Uh, to remember and think about, you know, when the kids were young, and we're going to hit on some of that today. Uh, But it's also a really, really exciting time. So we're thankful for it. Yeah, today, we're going to kind of launch back into the uh, Family Cast podcast, season two, with talking about remembering, and why remembering is so good, and how it's beneficial to your family, how it's beneficial to your uh, marriage, how it's beneficial to your faith. But I want to Take just a moment, and I want us to remember some of the things we talked about in season season one. Uh, you know, we talked about our family table and why that was so important and traditions that revolve around our family table. We talked about how to protect your marriage from uh, all the different people, the different enemies that seek to destroy your marriage. Yeah, that was good. Uh, we talked about the digital family. Uh, what does it look like with technology? Uh, there are all kinds of, uh, well, I mean, there's about 18, 19, 20 different uh, episodes out of Family Cast from last season. I want to encourage you to continue to tell people about. And, really? We did that many? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, there's several. There's some great interviews that people want to go back and see um, or listen to, that is. They're not, they're not videoed, but you can see them. Uh, and so if you would, go listen to Family Cast um, and invite a friend to come along with you. Yeah, we'd be glad to have you jump into season two. So here we go. We're talking about remembering today, the gift that it is, the power that we that it has in our lives, um, and how we can kind of harness it. You know, I was thinking through remembering a little bit, and remembering is all throughout the scripture. It talks about remember, it talks about not forgetting. Uh, in the Old Testament, 
uh, in Deuteronomy, uh, Moses writes and tells the people to remember that the Lord had cared for them and for 40, diff- for 40 years while they wandered the desert. Uh, he tells them, hey, don't forget the days of old. Don't forget about those things that have happened in the days past. Paul, uh, in a lot of his letters, specifically in 1 Corinthians, he talks about how he remembers uh, the people and that uh, he prays for them. He's thankful for them. He, he even in commends them for uh, remembering and not forgetting him and maintaining the traditions that he set them forth with. Um, I mean, remembering is all throughout the Psalms. One of my most favorite Psalms, Psalms 103, uh, the, the scripture says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. So remembering uh, David talks about in a num- another psalm, he says, I will remember you in the watches of the night. So remembering is huge, and I think the Lord gives us reasons for that. Uh, Amy, any? Uh, I know you have a passage that means a lot to you. Yeah, I mean, just hearing you talk right now, it just makes me think of the gift of remembering that that is a gift from the Lord. It's not just happenstance, uh, just a byproduct of our human brain. It's a gift from the Lord that he gives us uh, for his glory and for our good. So it's something that um, I think we need to look at and see uh, the good that and the gift that it is. Also, we can see how the enemy is going to try to uh, twist it and try to use it for his advantage. And then scripturally, just like you said, where the Lord tells us to remember. And the Psalms are full of people remembering and the Lord saying that is a specific way of you um, acknowledging who I am and who I'm going to continue to be in your life. So I know there's one Psalm in particular, uh, Psalm 77. Forgive me, let me get to it really quickly. Uh, Psalm 77, and I know I'm not going to go into a lot of, this is not a Bible study podcast per se, so I'm not going to get into a lot of it, but I would invite listeners, this is such a good, such a good chapter, because the writer of this particular psalm, as well as most of the psalms, are just so raw, they're just so human, so I love it that the beginning of, of chapter 77, this guy is, I mean, he's broken, he, I mean, he literally is saying, I'm crying aloud to God. Um, and then he goes on to say, you know, I don't, I don't have any more words. Um, I'm just broken. We don't know the circumstance, but we can all, I think, remember a time yeah, most certainly. that we've been there t- at just at a place. And it, it seems to hit often at night where we can't sleep. And we do. Our mind starts playing and replaying words and scenes, and our memory can get out of hand. But what I love about this passage, this chapter, is he has three or four verses where he's just saying, I am spent. I'm um, just so broken. But then around verse four and five, um, in verse four, he says, I'm so troubled, I cannot speak. In verse five, he starts saying, but I consider the days of old. I consider the years long ago. I said to myself, let me remember my song in the night. Let me meditate in my heart. Then my spirit made a diligent search. And then the psalmist goes on to just ask rhetorical questions of himself. Will the Lord forsake me forever? Will the Lord be far from me all my days? And of course, you answer that with a resounding no. 
No. And then the end of this beautiful chapter, he starts just recounting what the Lord has done, remembering what he's done in that psalmist life, but also in the bigger picture of God's story through through all of his people. And it ends with these proclamations of who God is and what he's done in the lives of his people. And he answers those questions. Will the Lord forsake me forever? No, he will be faithful to the end. Um, it, it rolls into chapter 78, the same psalmist is continuing to proclaim the works. And then I think he goes to me, what is the purpose of remembering? He starts saying, we do this, we recount so we can tell the next generation the glories of God, the goodness of his faithfulness, so that the next generation, let's see if I can find it. Um, Let's see. Read Psalm 78.4 right yeah, there. Yeah, amen. 78.4 says, we will not hide them from our children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord, of his might, and the wonders he has done. So the only way we do that is to remember, remember what he's done. So the Psalms to me are just a powerful reminder of how we can capture um, the the memories of what God has done and use it to propel us for the purpose. So talking about memory and remembering and not forgetting uh, is very important to your family. Uh, it's important to you first and foremost you know, there's an old Puritan who used to say, you have to preach the gospel to yourself daily. Yes. And I know that as one who does speak often and teach and preach, uh, I have to deal and remember the scripture. I have to let that scripture sink into me before I can teach it. And so remembering the gospel is huge. Uh, you know, you one of the first things that I want to call us to always remember is the gospel, remembering that, listen, we were far from God, that we were so far from God, we were dead in our sin and trespasses, that God at the right time, the scripture says, sent his one and only son to live a perfect life, uh, to reclaim his glory, to reclaim the glory of God uh, from that, from fallen creation, and that Jesus died on a cross that he was put in a grave, and three days later he rose again, and that at the right time, the scripture says, that the Lord opened my eyes, uh, he knew me, he chose me before the foundation of the world, and that at the right time, the Lord opened my eyes and I surrendered my life, I submitted to his lordship, and that uh, my story is a part of a much larger story. Mm -hmm. My yeah. story is not just about me. So even in the middle of the night, in the watches of the night, as the psalmist says, uh, when I'm remembering, Lord, you, you've saved me, you've changed me, uh, you've made me a new person, that you you do have good things for me. That doesn't mean I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna go through bad things, but you have good things for me, for your glory, for my good. Yeah, I mean, it's the intentionality of, of capturing our thoughts. Uh, the prophet Jeremiah in Lamentations, which, you know, the title of the book is Lament. So he's going through and he's talking about the nation of Israel going through all these terrible things. In chapter three, saying, remember the affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. I mean, when's the last time, Kyle, you thought about the wormwood mm. and gall yeah. of your life? I mean, that's that's pretty bad. Uh, but what this is what I love in verse uh, 21. 
21 of chapter 3, he says, this I call to mind. That's an intentionality. He's choosing to capture his, his memories or his thoughts about how things are wormwood and gall. And let's face it, I mean, there are t- times. Things that are bitter in your life, yes. that are in your family that you need to remember. Yes, but this I call to mind. Like I'm going to capture my, my mind and my thoughts and therefore I have hope. That's beautiful. And then he goes on, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. So he's preaching the gospel to himself. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will have hope in him. So you need to remember, one, that the gospel is for you and your family. And uh, your your family needs to hear you speak of the gospel, how the Lord has changed you, when he changed you, what did that look like? Uh, so always remembering, one, the gospel of salvation in your family and what that looked like, but not just the gospel of a one-time salvation, but the gospel of, a, of an ongoing salvation, that not only did he, did the Lord change my heart, did he transform me, did he transform your mom, or did he transform your dad, or, but he transformed our family, and that he is saving us day by day. Each day, the gospel is lived out in our lives, and what does that look like in those types of things? I've got a memory that's just come to mind, speaking of memories. I mean, I have been thinking about this, but uh, my mom passed away going on four years ago. And one of the most precious gifts I have that elicits a lot of memories is her Bible. And just being able to flip through and see specific passages and her handwriting. Here's a little parenthetical thought. Our handwriting is a man it is a such a vivid picture of who we are and i know just with the passing of my mom when i see things written in her handwriting regardless of neatness and you know it is beautiful but regardless of all of that it's just such a signature pun intended of who she you should laugh at that Kyle that's funny <laughs> thanks that was so courtesy laugh yeah. but anyway her handwriting is such a signature of of who she is so seeing her bible with her handwriting in it man that's a gift of memory now we were just in texas speaking of memories you know this past summer Kyle and i uh, go to texas often that's where our parent my father and Kyle's mom and our siblings are still living so great memories and i was going through some financial documents just you know, squaring some things up and came across a letter that my grandmother had written. Awesome. And again, just the power of seeing her handwriting on two sheets of notebook paper. Wow. I mean, that was powerful. But I'm reading and it's basically um, kind of a last will and testament in a very informal notebook paper kind of way. And she's saying who's going to get what. And to my mom, she's leaving her Bible. And I thought, man, Lord, thank you for letting me stumble upon this, that my grandmother left her Bible to my mom. Um, It's not the same Bible, but my mom left, she didn't realize this, but I have (laughs) her personal Bible. And I think about what am I writing in my Bible that my kids are going to read one day? Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. just, it's the power of memory and the power of our stories are way bigger than our one generation. So what are some things that you could remember? uh, And for lack of just, I mean, just being really forward, things you should remember, uh, things that I would want you to know, uh, want my family to know, and want you to let your family know. Some of the things that 
uh, as we've been talking, Amy and I just, and what we've tried to do is one, we want to remember God's faithfulness to our family and faithfulness in our family, uh, taking opportunities to talk about ways that you've seen God be faithful. One of the real tangible ways, Amy, I don't know if you remember this, uh, I think we've talked about it on another uh, episode somewhere, was when we moved to Brussels, one of the very first things we did was pull out a piece of paper and write at the top of it, uh, prayer list, And then we started listing things that we needed. We were depending on God to do, like find us an apartment, uh, find a job, uh, find a a school for our kids. Give Uh, us English speakers um, in the kids' classes that they could um, communicate with early on. And we we began to, these, and this wasn't just for us. I mean, our kids put things down on there. And I don't, you remember, we, we put that up in our apartment. Uh, really, it was, a, it was a little transitional home. We stayed in a mission center for two, three weeks. Yeah. And when we found the apartment, we put a date on it, prayer answered. Yeah. And then we transferred that piece of paper to the refrigerator in our apartment. <laughs> It was, I mean, it's truly a working document that we added to, and uh, we remembered how the Lord answered prayer. I love that it was so real. It was stuck to the fridge. I think for the a while it was stuck to the microwave. Yeah. It, it is grease stained. It yeah. is, you know, there's different but we can people's pull it handwriting. Out. We can even pull that out today because we still have it yeah. to talk about. Do you remember when God and how God, yeah. and it, it's, it's special for me as an adult and us talking about it, but when our kids are able to see it and talk about it and they remember God did move. God has been faithful to us. Yeah. I think the Lord tells us in scripture to, um, to help our memory with tangible things in scripture, they would, you know, stack stones. Uh, well, that's another one that I would say is we need to remember spiritual movements, spiritual times, where we mark spiritual events, uh, the sacred gathering of 2008. Now, say, for those of you who don't know, say, uh, a sacred gathering for our church family was a time of prayer and fasting. And so in 2008, our church came together for three three days of prayer, fasting, worship, just asking the yeah. Lord and trying to meet with the Lord in those times. And 2008 was a pretty monumental time for us that our family remembers. Do you remember the 2008 one? Absolutely. And I think about, you know, again, tangible ways that I could go back to journals where we wrote down where we saw the Lord moving. I think I've seen in your Bible, Kyle, alongside some passages, Sacred Gathering 2008, uh, just little ways to remember this is a word that the Lord spoke to me then, and he has not changed. The specifics may be different, but the, the message of, the, of what the Lord said has not changed. So as you're remembering the gospel in your family, as you're remembering the, the good news that God is faithful, he's been faithful to our family, you're remembering like these monumental spiritual moments uh, that, so that your family has these tangible uh, as you talked about, the, those moments where they stack these stones and they remember. Uh, I think there's also room, and, and, and it's called for, that 
man, we just remember fun times with our family, our, oh, yeah. our, our, our kids, our our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, the memories that we make together. I, I mean, I think about uh, just uh, vacations that we have that we talk about with our kids and some of the fun things that we used to do on those vacations. You remember, do, can you remember any specific thing that uh, stands out to you? Now, listen, we're not going to go down this road too far because the nest is empty. And let me just <laughs> throw in there that memories uh, are powerful. Yeah. And when I think about uh, our kids being young, let me just tell you, it's it's sad. <laughs> I do remember the vacations. I do remember. And I'm so thankful for um photographs. Oh, and yeah. and yeah. those of you who are old enough will remember, uh, we used to scrapbook like crazy and, you know, put all these elaborate books together. And I have books like of our vacation to Chicago. Yeah. Um, I remember letting the kids write in those books. And I'm so glad I probably was uh, at the stressing out in the moment because it wasn't perfect. But now I'll look back and go, I'm so glad I let them write their memories alongside the photographs. So, um, um, it's it's a beautiful thing, but I want to throw in there too, okay? And women, you can comment or give us a shout out or something, make me feel better. But if I let myself dwell in those memories, I'm a mess. I'm in the corner, you know, rocking in the fetal position because I miss that season so much, just to be honest. And I know this is, um, I'm going to process this as a mom and a female differently than Kyle, not that he doesn't get sad, but women particularly, or, or dads too. Um, I have to remember that memory is a gift. It's a, it's a tool to remind us of the goodness of God, but the enemy would use it, even memories to, to really paralyze me. I could get really, really stuck. In the words of my mom, she would say, don't wallow in them. Remember, but don't wallow. Yeah, you know, a lot of times when I'm um, officiating or overseeing a funeral, uh, I'll always, in fact, I always say this, is that memory is a gift. uh, And God gives us these little snapshots, these souvenirs, these pictures that in times of sadness, many times, <clears throat> excuse me, in, in those times of sadness, uh, he gives us these memories to help us walk through that. I do re- recognize that many times uh, memories can be sad. You know, I think back to uh, our vacations and I see them from incredible standpoints of things we did at in Chicago of uh, not being prepared, even though it was spring break and having to go buy long, long uh, buy jackets and sweaters because we weren't prepared at the Navy Pier or going to Washington, D.C. or going to Gatlinburg and spending time. Uh, I do recognize, though, that for some, those are those can be painful memories if yeah. you stay around too long. Um, I always encourage people that you want to remember because what you're doing is you're passing along a family history. And what ends up happening here is it helps us all realize that we are a part of something larger than just our own, our our own doing, uh, you know, our spiritual history. When we remember that the world's not about us, we're a part of God's story, a much bigger story. When you are remembering about your, your early married life or your your children growing up, you're, you're helping them to understand that they're setting the context of a, of a larger family. It's not just our family, but we're trying to pass on, uh, 
here's here's why mom and dad do what they do. We we were raised this way. Uh, these are the things that happen. This is what grandma and grandpa did with us. This is kind of why we do what we do with you. Yeah. And when you think about those things, sometimes it can be sadness. Right, right. But you want to even let your kids understand those things because all the world is not just, it's not rainbows and puppies, you yeah. know? So you want them to understand that even in the sad times, th- there is happiness. There's a joy that can take place. And so uh, I know, Amy, that uh, we don't spend a whole lot of time with old home movies uh, because you can, we can, both of us remember, but there are times when we remember a certain thing and we remember like the, our kids, uh, you and the kids made a video for me for Father's Day one yeah. time. And it's hilarious. I mean, it is awesome. And for some reason, about every two or three years on Father's Day, we get that out and we watch it. Now, one of the benefits of that is that now that our kids are married, it lets our in-laws, their spouses begin to see what made their spouses be who they are today. Yeah. And so remembering isn't just good for us and for our kids. It's also good for our kids' families so that they begin to understand, okay, my new husband, my new wife, uh, this is what's made them. This is who their family is. And, uh, you, you know, I think remembering is good because it helps us not only remember, but it also sets a course for our kids can now begin to pass on and make new memories because they've seen us help deal healthy with our memories. And we're not forgetting the good, the, the stressful, the tension points, the spiritual points. Yeah. Because we're in, or they begin to see that we're a part of something much larger than just our own family. We're a part of the Lord's family, and everything He does for us, everything that He gives us, uh, it it's a spiritual heritage that we have. Yeah, um, and hearing you talk, Kyle, I just um, I love uh, the the tools that we can use to. Um, remember, but also pass on to the next generation. We talked about just handwriting in a Bible or a letter and using technology. Oh my goodness. I want to, you know, shout out to Kyle. He's really good about organizing our Google photos so that we can go back and, and look at a particular um, vacation or something and just scrolling through those pictures. Um, so that's great. I don't know if there's people that still scrapbook or whatever, but those are great tools. Wonderful tools to help you remember um i think about that video that for father's day here's a little pinterest moment but we did a day in the life of kyle he didn't know it but i used the kids were probably i don't know maybe 10 8 and 6 something like that maybe even younger but uh, we were living in smyrna we did a day in the life of kyle and they dressed in their dad's clothes and just went through the things that they thought he did each day and he was coaching soccer at that time so they simulated a soccer practice. It was just, it was hilarious. Um, and their fingerprints are all over. I let them really kind of lead out. I was just the camera person. But those little moments that you can seize when your kids are different ages are going to be golden. And yes, that you're going to have to just go, I'm going to watch this one time. And, you know, I'm going to move on. I'm going to remember, but I'm not going to get stuck in sadness. But what you're doing when you do this 
is you are creating a living history. You're creating a picture. You're carrying on. I, I think about, uh, let's go back to Deuteronomy, uh, the, the, the Deuteronomy chapter six. Uh, we've talked about this before, that that's kind of a, a family passage for us about uh, passing on and remembering. Uh, you talk about God's faithfulness and his story when you rise up, when you walk along the side, when you walk along the road, when you lay down at night, when you're around your table, you put it on the doorpost. Um, that whole Deuteronomy 6 passage. Now, I want to make sure and say this. That's about, in context, remembering and passing on God's faithfulness. Well, listen, even in remembering, when you talk about those types of things, what you, what you, that's a great roadmap. As you're walking along with your kids, whether you're driving, whether you're walking, whether you're in the getting ready for bedtime, you're sitting at the table, you're talking about your story, you're remembering, you're, you're asking them to remember about what they did today. You're creating memory. You know, some of us, I want to say this, men, if there are any men out here that are listening, which I, I do know there are, I think there are, obviously we predominantly men are, are, we're hunter gatherers in the, in the world. We're about task. I know for me, I'm so busy many times about accomplishing task that I don't think about the story that I'm writing, let alone do I tell the story. I need to become a better storyteller and talk about the stories with my kids and tell the, here's who your dad is and here's, do you guys remember these things? Yeah. You do that really well, Amy. I've got a, I've got a, a, a friend who is a really good storyteller and, and he can't begin to tell a story without laughing and it draws everyone in and when they're all we're, we end up laughing and we talk about the same stories but they're hilarious i mean uh, people it's lore today is yeah. what it is yeah. it's folklore that's what our kids need to begin to hear because it gives a sense of place for yes that. absolutely so kyle and kind of wrapping up i just i hear us talking about what a gift memory is um but it's not a gift just for our own um, pleasure, though right, it does bring right. us pleasure and great memories. Um, but it is a tool that we can remember the goodness of God. We can pass our faith to the next generation by recounting his stories. Uh, before we go, I, I think it's so important. Uh, some of you listening in, you're single today. And I don't mean like, uh, okay, I've, I'm divorced. I mean, you've never married uh, you, I, I want you to hear this. You're a part of our story. Uh, there are singles who have been a part of mine and Amy's life who are a part of our story, and we're a part of their story. I think of the Monicas, the Sonyas, the Aarons, the Jamies, who have invested so heavily as singles into my family and into my life that they're they're a part of my story. And... I want to encourage those of you who are single, who are listening today, who've never married or you're not yet married. Uh, I want you to know you have nieces and nephews. You have uncles and cousins that you're a part of a story. You you need to be helping to create the story for them and remind them of the story of God's faithfulness to their life. Uh, so very, very important. And I, I, I 
we know that you, all of us, have the ability to remember. Uh, we have the ability to pass on uh, to the next generation the story of God and the faithfulness of God, the fun that God has allowed our families to have and share with one another. You could do this. Uh, I'd encourage you this week. Start this week remembering the faithfulness of God. Thanks for joining us on Family Cast, a weekly conversation about marriage, parenting, and all things family. We ask you to subscribe to Family Cast on your favorite podcast platform and invite a friend to listen in.